1 Timothy uh, chapter 2. God bless you all. I want this church to know I do love you and appreciate you very much. And uh, glad the Lord has allowed us to be together one more time. Hallelujah. I love God and I love his people. Nobody like the people of God. Amen. Not a greater, greater group to be gathered with than what's gathered right here tonight in this place. There's not a people, there's not a church that's got the hand of the Lord on it any more than what we have the hand of the Lord on us that has the blessings of God, the favor of God, the goodwill of God. I'm telling you, God has is, is got just as good of plans and dreams and purposes for us as he does anybody else in this world. I'm glad to be a part of this church. This church. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, I want to say before I read scriptures tonight that uh, the Lord's willing. Next Monday, next Monday, we're going to be able to send off our first uh, $10,000 check for the church to begin to be built in Africa. So I thank the Lord for that. I, I praise God for that. Another, another exciting thing is that my brother Wade is preaching in Canada right now, and he's been gathering together some funds, and he's fixing to go to Brother David Smith's. Brother David Smith uh, is the stateside coordinator for Brother Ashton, who is the missionary uh, in Africa. Brother David Smith coordinates uh, the funds on the state side for Brother Ashton, and uh, my brother's bringing an additional $3,000, so we're going to give them $13,000 to begin the work. And then every uh, when we, we get it in, every other $5,000, we're going to send it until this church is completed. So thank you for your giving. I know you'd been wait, waiting to hear that. We're going to Sunday night celebrate and be happy about uh, giving this to the work of the Lord. So I'm happy. I'm happy. I sent him an email today to let him know, and I've asked him to start sending us some pictures. And so um, I've asked him to take some pictures before they start the work and just give us pictures all along the way to see the progress. And you can see what uh, your contributions are doing for the work of God in the country of Kenya. So God richly bless you. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. I'm going to preach just in general tonight about prayer. I know I had previously announced that I was going to preach about the ministry of prayer. And um, I, will, I, will, I will address the ministry of prayer tonight. Uh, but I also want to go a little further than just the ministry of prayer tonight. And possibility will come back uh, to be more thorough with the theme on the ministry of prayer at a later date. Uh, but let's pray right now and ask God to bless and anoint in a mighty way the preaching of the Word of God. Jesus, I thank you for this burden that you've put in my heart, this unction and this anointing. I thank you for the spirit of prayer, the anointing of the Lord, the glory and the power of your presence that's in this place. And 
I'm believing you, God, to give revelation, to give knowledge and understanding tonight, and give desire, cultivate. God, make greater the desire of prayer and the act of prayer. Build our faith and our confidence and understanding and revelation of prayer. What it does, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I believe you to strengthen your people, encourage us in prayer. In Jesus' name, I love you, I magnify you, I praise you, and I exalt you, Lord. I thank you for what you're going to do tonight. I worship you in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. amen. You may be seated. If ever we, we need to pray. If we ever saw a time that we needed to pray, now is the time to pray. Our generation demands great prayer. Our generation demands that God's people are effective and engaged in prayer. We talk about the ministry of prayer. You can look at it in three ways. Number one, the ministry of prayer is effective in that it ministers to God. We were created by God, and the book of Colossians says not only were we created by Him, but we were created for Him. All things were created by Him and for Him. And so we are His bride. We are His counterpart all right we are whom he loves to hear from birds sing and lions roar the wind rustles through the trees in the canyons and waters cascade down and waterfalls create a beautiful roar but the lord loves to hear humanity talk to him fellowship with him praise him worship him glorify and magnify him you may have heard the song before but his favorite song of all is the song of the redeemed hallelujah amen the lord loves it when those that's been purchased by his blood lift to him a song of love and rejoice and be grateful and thankful for his wonderful love and his precious blood and his spirit living in their lives hallelujah Amen. His favorite song of all is the song of the redeemed. Hallelujah. Amen. And so prayer ministers to God. In Psalms chapter 141 and verse 2, this is what the psalmist David wrote. He said, let my prayer, let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense. And the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Lord, let the prayer that comes forth from my lips be as incense. Let it be beautiful. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto thee, O God. Hallelujah. So we're making incense. We're making prayer unto God. It's something that he loves. It's something he longs to hear and he enjoys to hear when we make prayer be it petition be it thanks be it worship be it adoration whatever the lord loves to hear from us his people in the spirit of prayer 
And in the thought and the idea of prayer being number one, that it ministers to God, I thought about the song that Dottie Rambo wrote that says, I just came to talk with you, Lord. It said, I didn't come here to ask you for anything. I just came to talk with you, Lord. You've answered a million prayers that I forgot to thank you for. I just came to talk with you, Lord. Maybe tomorrow there'll be trouble and sorrow and a thousand teardrops may fall. But until I face tomorrow's task, I have no special favor to ask. I just come to talk with you, Lord. How many times, Lord, have troubles brought me down to my knees? Oh, but this time, I just came to talk with you, Lord. You see, I really have no selfish motive in mind. I just came to talk to you, Lord. I just came to talk with you, Lord. I'm telling you, when we just choose to do anything we want to do, and that choice is just to talk with him. Lord, what's on your mind? Lord, what are you thinking? Lord, I'm here to fellowship with you. I want you to know I'm making a decision. I'm making a choice. I want to spend time talking with you, fellowshipping with you. I could be out involving myself in my own hobby. I could be out working. I could be out playing. I could be doing anything. But, Lord, I'm choosing right now to sit at your feet and fellowship with you. You know what? The Lord Jesus himself said one thing is needful. Everything else is relative. It may have importance, but it's nothing compared in the importance to sitting at the feet of the Lord. Remember when Martha said, Hey, Lord, Mary's not helping me prepare supper. She's not out here working. She's, she's sitting at your feet just talking with you, listening to you. He said, Mary, Mary hath chosen the needful part that shall not be taken away from her. I'm going to tell you there's one thing that is a must in our lives, and that is prayer and fellowship. For us to ever be what God wants us to be, we must be people of deep, powerful prayer. We cannot reach our potential as human beings. We cannot reach our potential in the kingdom of God without being effective in prayer. I want to be engaging myself in that which will bring eternal amen, blessings into my life and that's prayer and fellowship with the Lord. Hallelujah. One thing is needful. Hallelujah. Prayer. Fellowship with God. Hearing the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many wants to talk with the Lord? How many wants an increase of prayer? In your life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, I want you to hear from me. I want you to get glory. Hallelujah and praise and worship. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wonder, I wonder how much the Lord would like to hear from us just to say, God, 
I'll pray about tomorrow's trouble tomorrow. And I'll, I'll let the tears flow tomorrow. But right now, I just want to tell you I love you. Right now, I just want to tell you I praise you. Right now, I just want to tell you you've been good to me. And I thank you, Lord, for everything you've ever done in my life. You've never failed me. You've always seen me through. You've answered my prayers time and time. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God, let my prayer, let my prayer be before you as incense. Let it be that the lifting of my hands, Lord, is as the evening sacrifice. A sweet savor, a sweet savor, a sacrifice of praise and thanks and adoration, love and worship. Number two. In the ministry of prayer, we are building up ourselves. We're building up ourselves. The Bible says, building up yourselves upon your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. When we get in the spirit of prayer, where it's not hard to pray anymore, but prayer is rolling Prayer is flowing. The Holy Ghost is upon us. We may be speaking in our own tongue. We may be speaking in other tongues. But prayer is more than just us expressing our will to Him. But we feel the flow, the connection of the Holy Ghost. We're praying in the Holy Ghost. You know what we're doing? We're building up ourselves on our most holy faith hallelujah our faith um, that has caused us to pray and persevere that foundation of faith and confidence that God hears and answers prayer in our life causes us to involve ourselves in the act of prayer we believe the Lord's going to see us through so we start asking him to make that way where it seemed to be no way we Start calling on the name of the Lord to bring the victory into our lives. Hallelujah. We're building up ourselves. I'm telling you, when the Holy Ghost begins to move upon you while you're praying, faith ignites. Faith comes alive. Hallelujah. You know that the Lord is with you. You know the power of the Lord is with you. It's upon you. It's helping you. It's aiding you. Hallelujah. You're building yourself up. When you pray in the Holy Ghost. Exercise. Let's think about it in a natural sense. Exercise. Natural exercise. Some of you young men. I did good. I didn't call you boys. Some of you young men. Now y'all may need to tighten up. You may not be doing as good as you were. But you, you pumped them weights a little bit. And, all right. And, and it, it does have some profit to it, just as long as you don't fall in love with your body. All right. You don't fall in love with yourself too much. But, but the Bible said pro, uh, yeah, bodily exercise profiteth little, so it means it does some. All right, so all right, let's not use that scripture to get out of doing what we need to do. I'm preaching myself, Brother Fraley. I'm here in the Lord here. Uh, so 
bodily exercise profiteth little. So that means it, it, it does have some advantages. Some people need to be aware of that. And, and, and so I'm back to these young boys. I mean young men. Who was it a while back? I, I don't remember uh, exactly who it was. I'm trying to recall it right now. I guess it doesn't matter. But uh, they had talked about going to boot camp, starting to have to do push-ups. They said, man, when I first dropped down, I couldn't hardly do more than two or three. said, but now I can just drop down and do 50. It's just nothing to it. It's hard for me to imagine that I could ever get there. <laughs> I'm more like the two or three, and I'm busted. I don't even care to try. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm wanting to point out is that exercise builds endurance. Whether it's pumping weights, whether it's walking, whether it's jogging. You, can, you can't just jump up and, and, and jog five miles. You can't do it if you haven't been doing it. You have to build up to it. I'm going to tell you, that's what we got to learn and understand about prayer. Prayer, prayer is, you don't just turn into a prayer warrior like that. You don't, you don't turn into a prayer warrior overnight. You, you don't. Prayer is, is exercising. All right? You're not going to go from zero to an hour of prayer every day. You're not gonna, it's not going to happen. It's exercise. And so in, when we, we involve ourselves in the ministry of prayer, we minister to God first of all. And then we also are building ourselves up in prayer. We're helping ourselves when we pray. The more time we spend in prayer... The stronger we are spiritually, the more time we spend in prayer, the more we become like Jesus. The more time we spend in prayer, the more we can understand about God. The more time we spend in prayer, the more we can understand the works of God and the operation of God. The more time we spend in prayer, the greater ability we have to push back the powers of darkness and the more we will have authority over evil and sin in our world and in our individual life. I'm just telling you, we build up ourselves when we pray in the Holy Ghost. That's why we don't need to accept timid prayers. We don't need to accept lifeless praying. We need to learn how to just keep pushing, keep working, and keep striving, keep exercising ourselves in the spirit of prayer. Because I'm going to tell you, the more you pray, the more you're going to learn how to pray. The more you pray, the more you're going to want to pray. The more you pray, you're going to be receiving the rewards of prayer. Hallelujah. 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 I'm telling you, the want to follows the act of prayer. The more you exercise in the spirit of prayer, the stronger you're going to be, and the more spiritual endurance you're going to have. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You say, I feel weighted, I feel lethargic, I, I don't feel like it. How many people was consumed with the desire to exercise in the natural no, no, they just knew they needed to do it. They wanted to do it. There was, there was a goal, there was an advantage, 
And so they begin to do it. But as you begin to exercise or pump the weights, walk, run, jog, whatever, the more you do it, the rewards start following. You start feeling better, being better, stronger. The rewards cause you to have a greater desire. You start seeing the blessing and the benefits that comes from the discipline and the exercise. I'm just telling you, you're not going to always feel like praying when you start praying. But know that it's right and know it's got rewards. Hallelujah. Action, action. You can write this down. Action is the only antidote to apathy. I'm going to tell you, we're living in a world where we are so blessed. We got so much goodness of God. We don't have to pray about anything to eat. Some. But it can get there in America. There's some people get there. But I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what. If you don't have the desire, if you're feeling lethargic, apathy, an apathetic attitude is a don't care attitude. It's no feeling, no desire. It's, can I tell you the only way you're ever going to get desire is to start acting. Action is the only antidote, the only way you're going to overcome apathy. You can't just sit back and say, well, I'm going to wait for the Holy Ghost to move on me, and then as the Holy Ghost consumes me, then I'm going to pray. Well, I'm going to tell you what, that's not going to happen very often. It's not. I hadn't found it yet, and I don't ever know anybody else that has, right, because it don't happen. You're not going to overcome your feelings of not wanting to by not doing the only way you're going to build yourself up, the only way desire and passion for prayer is going to be cultivated and increased in your life is for you to pray more. The more you pray, the more you will want to pray. Don't ever think that the desire is going to consume you until you start involving yourself in prayer. And by acting in prayer, it, you will overcome that apathetic, don't want to feeling and attitude. That's the only way. we got to start doing it. God, help me to get past being ruled by my feelings and by my emotions and commit myself to what is right. And as I involve myself with the right spirit, right attitude, faith, and courage, the Holy Ghost is going to meet me in prayer. And prayer is going to be something I cannot live without. Hallelujah. I wrote this down a while back and I just found it in the past few days. It said, if I don't have a prayer life, I don't have a life. I'm telling you, if you don't have a prayer life, you don't have near the life that God wants you to have. There's something about walking with God in prayer and in the spirit of prayer. That spirit of eternal life, that power and glory of God, uh, that everlasting life is moving and stirring. It's got joy. It's got peace. I'm just telling if you don't have a prayer life, you don't have a life. Uh, but if you would start acting uh, upon prayer uh, and involving yourself in prayer, I'm telling you, you'll start feeling the blood flow the spirit of the Lord would begin to move upon you amen you will build up yourself in the Holy Ghost you want to pray 
You won't mind putting forth the effort because you know the rewards that comes. The rewards that come by praying. Can you say praise the Lord? If I don't have a prayer life, I don't have a life. Amen. I want God to help me, amen, to pray and pray in the Spirit and pray in the Holy Ghost like never before. How many wants the Lord to help you? I'm telling you, the Lord's helping us right now. He's trying to stir up in us. He's trying to cultivate in us a, a spirit of prayer. God, I don't want to stay like I am. I don't want to stay where I am. I don't want to be overwhelmed by apathy. I don't want to be without feeling when it comes to spirituality. I want to be full of power, full of passion, full of desire. I want to be full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to just touch it again tonight. We need a Holy Ghost praying. We need to pray until something happens. We need to pray until the Spirit of the Lord starts moving. We're not going to accept lifeless prayer, but we're going to say, God, you're a mighty God. You're a living God. You're a powerful God. I'm going to pray until something happens. I'm going to pray until the Holy Ghost moves. I'm going to pray until I break through. I'm going to pray until I talk in tongues. I'm not going to accept a spiritual wall. There's power and victory through prayer. tell you I, I'm going to tell you something I just begin to understand about Daniel Daniel saw it listen at this Daniel saw it more dangerous to go into a den of lions with no weapons than to live without prayer for just 30 days It's more dangerous for me to stop praying for 30 days, Daniel could have said, than it is for me to be thrown into this lion's den with a powerful, forceful, consistent, three times a day prayer life. I'm telling you somewhere we got to realize there's danger in not praying. We're going to lose our soul. We're not just going to lose our relationship with God. We're going to ultimately lose our soul. I'm telling you, our soul is dependent upon prayer. Our eternity depends upon prayer. Prayer cannot be something that we can take or leave. That's just an emotional come and go in our life. Somehow it's got to become a conviction that's deep in our soul that says, I can't live without it. I can't be what I want to be and what God wants me to be without prayer. But through prayer persevering prayer whether I feel it or not just keep on praying I can become what God wants me to be I can do what God's called me to do I've got to have prayer because it's more dangerous to go into a den of lions without prayer Daniel Daniel said I'd rather walk into a den of lions by his life I'd rather walk into this den of lions without any weapons than to live without prayer. Hallelujah. You know what? It becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a habit. We're either going to live with prayer or without prayer. Amen. You know what? I believe there's a desire in the heart of God for us to build up our faith. 
Hallelujah. I know I'm taking a lot longer time here. Because it's like we can be motivated to help ourselves more than sometimes we want to minister to God. Amen. But I'm telling you, we need to build ourselves up tonight. The Lord, the Lord wants to increase our spiritual endurance. God wants to increase our longevity in the spirit of prayer. God wants to help us. And the only way that prayer is going to get longer is for us to keep pushing more in prayer. Keep pushing ourselves in prayer. Keep pushing ourselves in prayer. You know, I've said it before, but... but, but um, one, of, one of the greatest examples in the Old Testament that I see of prayer is Hezekiah's tunnel. During Hezekiah's reign, the blessing of the Lord was upon him. He knew that there was a possibility that there would be a siege that would come upon Jerusalem. And in foreseeing the possibility of a siege that would come upon Jerusalem, he said, you know what, we can survive a siege there's a greater possibility we can endure the enemy surrounding us and just sitting and waiting us out if we have got water that's flowing into this place. And he made a tunnel from what's called the upper springs of Gihon, which they had built a tower around the spring of Gihon. And he dug underground, underneath the city, literally from one side of the city of David to the other, to the west side. He went from the springs of Gihon down, dug all the way to the pool of Siloam. And so it was that that was 1,750 to 1,780 feet long. Solid rock. Solid rock. It wasn't easy. History says that, that workers started at both ends. One group of men started at the pool of Siloam. One group of men started at the springs of Gihon. Working towards one another underneath the city of David. Literally, today you can walk through this tunnel, all right, this conduit. You can walk underneath. They, they discovered it a few years ago, and, and they finally have opened it up where people are making walks. There's water still flowing through it. If you walk through it on some days, you have to walk through water. It can be this deep. It can be this. You literally still have to walk through water, but they will allow you to walk through that 1,750, 1,780 feet of solid rock that's been bored through. They said if you walk through it, you'll see where the men that were using the axes working this way. The other men were working this way. You can see where they meet together because the directions of the marks of the pick as they came together. I see some of you standing. I'm hot too. You got enough time to let me see how cool it is? One degree. All right. This was one of the nights we were told. Uh, but they, they worked until they met together. And just as he had prepared for, when you read in scriptures, you'll find that the Assyrian army did come. And God worked a miracle for them. They were able to survive the siege. 
And God worked a miracle of deliverance for them. I have, don't have time to preach about that tonight. What I'm trying to tell you is prayer is just like Hezekiah digging that tunnel. We got to realize that everything's not going to be going good and rosy in our life all the time. And in the good times, we better know how to dig a well. We better know how to dig and tap into the blessings of God. Because there's going to be days in our life where we're not going to know what to do. We're going to be overwhelmed. We're going to be surrounded. We better have been tapped in. We better have dug a well in the good days. Because there's going to be bad days where we're just going to draw from that well because we've got it dug. We've built that relationship with God. I don't want to wait for trouble to drive me to my knees. I want to praise Him in the good times. I want to praise Him in the bad times. I want to fellowship with the Lord all the days of my life. I think about the song that says, I will pray in the morning. I will pray in the afternoon. I will pray in the evening. I will cast all my cares on you. I'm just encouraging us tonight. We got to pray. We got to pray. We got to dig a well. Sometimes it's like chiseling an axe through solid rock but I'm telling you it'll be worth every prayer you pray it'll be worth every sacrifice you make build yourself up become a mighty fortress for the power of God become a mighty army a soldier become a prayer warrior for the glory of God hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, it's not easy digging a well, but it's wonderful when the water starts flowing. I'm just telling you, it's not easy digging sometimes. But oh, it's wonderful when a well has been dug and the water's flowing and times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. They said when they were digging, digging that tunnel, when they were digging that tunnel, that sometimes there was cracks. Sometimes the ground, the rock was softer than at other times. Sometimes they could, they could make forward progress easier than other times. And so what I'm trying to tell you is just like it was when they were digging that tunnel. Sometimes prayer is easier than at other times. I don't understand it all. Sometimes it's our emotions. Sometimes it's, it's our mental state. Sometimes it's the condition of our heart. Sometimes it's the spiritual atmosphere. Sometimes it's all. But there is a lot of variables to what makes prayer effective. Sometimes we need God and God's just going to show up no matter what. You understand? God is ready to move and God is ready to work. And so what I'm telling you is sometimes it's going to be easier to pray than other times. But don't let that discourage you from prayer. Pray, 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 pray. I'm just trying to encourage you tonight. you got to build yourself up. And the only way you're going to get stronger, the only way you're going to have to be able to go further is you got to build yourself up. you got to exercise in the spirit. And prayer is spiritual exercise. That's the way we exercise in the spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We need to build ourselves up. God wants to encourage us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's praying people in this place and God wants you to catch the vision of spiritual exercise. And God wants to get, help you catch the vision that, hey, I'm going to build myself. I'm going to get stronger with every prayer. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You say, brother, tell me, what do you do when prayer isn't easy? What do you do when prayer isn't easy? Number one, you hold on to the word of God. 
Hold on to the Word of God. Believe the Word of God. The Bible says, draw nigh unto God, and He will what? Draw nigh unto you. It doesn't matter what you felt or what you didn't feel. If you spent time from your heart talking to God, seeking His face, whether you talked in tongues or not, or whether you felt the presence of God or not, you draw nigh unto God, and God drew nigh to you. There was spiritual progress made. Don't let feelings determine whether or not you made spiritual progress. You draw nigh unto God and He will draw nigh unto you. Can God lie? Is the Word of God true? You take that to prayer and every time you pray, you can hold on to it. Hold on to it. I made progress. You might have felt like you were chiseling against rock and nothing fell, nothing crumbled. It was just a thud. He's like, whoo, what was I up against there? What was going on there? But you know what? You just come back and thud it again. You just come back and strike it again. Because sometimes it's harder to break through than other times. But you just, you just keep on. You just keep on. You just keep on. You're going to learn how to pray. The only way to learn how to pray is pray. That's the only way to learn how to pray. You can't read enough to pray. You can't. The only way you learn how to pray is pray. You can get understanding of prayer through reading and all that, but the only way you're going to get more desire to pray, you're going to learn how to pray, is to pray. Pray, 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 pray. No substitute for prayer. No. we got to build ourselves up in prayer. And I'm going to tell you, that's what this generation needs to hear. What I'm preaching right now is what this generation needs to hear. The only way we're going to get stronger, the only way we're going to have more spiritual endurance is spend more time in the Spirit. Spend more time in prayer. And so when prayer doesn't come easy, know that you're drawing nigh unto God. He promised to draw nigh unto you. You're closer. No time in prayer is ever wasted. None. Now I'm, I'm, I'm preaching that and saying that on the basis that you're doing it from your heart and you're doing it sincerely. All right. When you are praying sincerely from your heart, seeking God, no prayer is ever wasted. It reaches the throne of God, no matter how quiet or how loud. It got there. I'm going to tell you, you could just walk in, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but you, you can walk in to prayer and be exhausted and be frustrated or whatever. We're going to stop right there. And you can just, and God understands that perfectly. He does. If your child walked in and huffed or sighed, came and, You could read it, couldn't you? And he can too. He knows. He knows. He can read your size. He can, he can read your breathing. He knows. I'm just telling you, God. God knows. He understands. And all you got to do is pray from your heart. And he hears you. No matter how quiet, no matter how loud, he hears you. When you pray from your heart and no prayer is ever wasted. Are y'all freezing yet? Are y'all cool? See, one degree, isn't that amazing? 
All right, so go back to 72 and wait till I tell you again. Do you see how challenging my job is? <laughs> I'd rather be challenged here in Jennings than anywhere else. And I mean that sincerely. <laughs> uh, if you talk to Mariah, she here, she's here, she's asleep. Yeah. Mariah says I don't have a job. I'm serious. I'm serious. She said, Dad, will you do this with me? I'm like, babe, listen, I'm a pastor. My responsibility is pray, study, read the Bible, things like that, go visit people in the hospital, whatever, and that's, that's my job. She's like, you don't have a job. I said, yeah, that's my, I, why can't you do this right now, Dad? I've I, I got to go to the church. It's getting late. I've got to study. I've got to be prepared. I've got to preach tonight. This is my job. She's still not convinced I have a job. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> you wait till she becomes a pastor's wife. <laughs> Lord have mercy. What was I talking about anyway? All right, no prayer is ever wasted, never. No matter how you felt when you got through. As a matter of fact, God didn't throw it away. It didn't go out of your mouth and into the great universe. You know, they say voice, things said, voice vibrations, they just never stop. They just, they just keep going. All throughout space, they just... Just keeps going. Vibration just keep going. Well, the Bible says that our prayers are being collected right now. And they're being put in a bottle. He takes every one of our prayers. I'm telling you, not one prayer is lost. No matter whether you shook, quaked, or talked into... You prayed from your heart. You made petition unto the Lord. There was an investment made in the great collections of prayers. Your prayers are right there with Daniel's prayers. Your prayers are right there with Ezekiel's prayers. Your prayers are right there with Jeremiah's prayer. I'm telling you, the Lord heard your prayer. When prayer doesn't come easy, just know you're never throwing it away. It's never a waste. How much do you want to invest in your spiritual strength? How much do you want to invest in revival? How much do you want to invest into that collection of prayers? What kind of difference would you like to make? When prayer doesn't come easy, just talk to God. Listen, you, days can be very stressful and I'm trying not to overload you tonight. I forgot my phone tonight, so I don't know what time it is. So I'm... This is one of the nights. No. And so what I'm saying, this is one of the nights I, I could stretch out, so I'm having to be careful. <laughs> Get my thoughts going here. 
How old am I? I must be getting close to 40 is all I can figure out. I haven't got glasses yet, but it's like things are getting blurry. <laughs> anyway, what was my point? I guess I'm going to have to go back. That's one of those times. All right. Just talk to God. All right. It was so deep and profound, it was hard for me to think about. <laughs> Listen, when, when, when you are stressed, all right, when you are stressed, you've had a busy day and you, your emotions or your, you know, whatever, are shot. Okay? You don't feel like praying. You're not going to go from zero to 60 in a second. All right? Just, just accept it and understand that. You're not. Now, I'm going to tell you, there's times that I'm talking in tongues a lot quicker than I expected. There's times that the Holy Ghost is moving on me and helping me pray, not just with tongue talking, but I feel the Spirit of the Lord begin to move in prayer a lot quicker than I knew it was going to happen because I went in exhausted, but as I began praying, the Spirit of the Lord touched me and enabled me to be helped in a quicker way. So don't, don't you know, I'm not trying to get you to just lay back and have lifeless prayer. You understand what I'm saying here tonight? I am telling you, the Holy Ghost can get you there quicker than you think you might could get there. But, Realize that when you are emotionally and physically spent, you're fatigued or whatever, that just, you're not going to waste time just talking. Maybe just thinking. And as I said, this is where I was going to. You could, you could just go in alone and just sit down and say, Lord, I don't really feel much like praying right now, but I do want to pray. I do want to spend time with you. You understand what I'm doing here? You just start talking to God. And He is a restorer of our soul. He is the renewer of our mind. And He is the reviver of our spirit. Oh, yes, He is. And so I'm just telling you, don't, don't, don't feel any pressure. Prayer is about you talking and fellowshipping with God. Know where you are. Know what's happening. Know what's going on. Just talk to God based on where you are. Where you are mentally. Where you are physically. Where you are spiritually. Talk to God about where you are. Start right there. Just talk to Him. Because He'll hear you when you talk to Him from your heart. I'm giving you some pointers when prayer doesn't come easy. When prayer doesn't come easy. As a matter of fact, you can read it later for yourself. It's Lamentations 1 and 22. Lamentations 1 and 22, where he says, My sighs are many. A sigh is a groan, it's a moan, it's a mourning. God, I've been moaning, I've been groaning. My sighs are Telling you the Lord hears every one of them. As a matter of fact, I'll give you an example, and you can read it again later. Ezekiel, I think it's 9 and 4. Ezekiel 9 and 4, the Bible said to uh, the people of God, he said, I want you to go through the land, and I want you to mark. Some of you will remember this. He said, I want you to put a mark upon all those that are sighing and crying. The people that are moved, the people that are stirred, the people 
that are crying, the people that are moaning, when they, the people that are troubled about the sin and the wickedness that's upon the face of the earth, the people that are troubled about the trouble that their country and their nation is in, mark those people that are sighing and crying. And everybody else was judged and destroyed. I'm telling you, you don't want to get an apathetic, don't care attitude. You don't want to live without feeling. You want to be able to be moved to sighing and crying and praying, petitioning the Lord. Those people are going to make it the hand of the Lord. And the blessings of God are upon people that sigh and cry. And pray. Hallelujah. 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 Can we be moved about the desperateness of situations around us and the time that we're living in? Can we feel the need to build ourselves up? Come on. Can you feel the need that our times and situations and circumstances demand that we learn how to build ourselves up in the Holy Ghost? coast. I can't keep being weak. I can't keep being like I am. The times, my situations, life demands that I build myself up praying in the Holy Ghost. Is this helping anybody tonight? Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God put a burden and a stirring in my spirit. Help me get revelation and understanding. Oh, God, that I need to build myself up. Build myself up. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh, I feel the Lord. Feel the lingering presence of the Lord here tonight. I've got some more points in this area. Another thing to do when prayer doesn't come easy is to humble yourself. Humble yourself. Start praying humility to God. Start telling the Lord, God, I'm tired. I'm sighing. I'm hungry. I'm needy. I believe the promise draw nigh unto you. You will draw nigh unto me. And, and you just, just say, God, I am weak, but thou art strong. I'm nothing without you, Lord. I need you, God. I need your mercy. I'm not going to make it unless you touch me, Lord. you gotta, you got to keep moving in my soul. you got to keep working in my heart, God. The only way I'm going to be able to stay away from sin is for the Holy Ghost to keep moving in my life, Lord. you got to keep me alive. You got to keep me on fire, God. You got to keep me satisfied with your presence. You understand? I'm going to tell you, you humble yourself. It pleases God. The Bible said God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace to the humble. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you learn how to humble yourself in prayer. Grace is coming. You just get ready. Grace is coming. The presence of God's coming. The help of the Lord's coming. The power of the Lord's coming. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. I need you, Lord. 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 Can't make it without you, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When prayer doesn't come easy, that's what, just, just humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Teach me. Even if it's just to ask the Lord, teach me how to humble myself, God. Teach me, God, how to humble myself. Humble myself. I need you. Because that's what true humility is. It's a recognition of our dependency upon God that we're nothing and we're nobody without him. We need his blessings and his favor for everything. If he takes his hand of blessing off of us, we're in trouble. We need him. That's what true humility is. It's an understanding of our dependency upon the Lord and that while we may have a lot, we don't have anything compared to what he can give. We're nothing. We're nothing. We're needy of him. Number two. I'm sorry, number I have this written in my own way here. <laughs> Sometimes I write things in order and then I, when I'm preaching them, they kind of come at me a different way. But the next point, which is probably number six or seven, what is it? In, huh? Five, okay. Worship. When prayer doesn't come easy, just start taking a little time and just from your heart, start giving him praise. Just tell him you know he's great. You know he's mighty. You know he's good. You know he's powerful. Just start worshiping the Lord. When prayer doesn't come easy, just 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 start worshiping. Just let it flow from your heart. Don't feel like you've got to make it happen. Just, just press your way on. Let it come. Just start giving him glory. Say, God, if you don't ever touch me again, you're a good God. If you don't ever bless me again, you've blessed me more than I deserve. And you just start exalting God and magnifying him and worshiping him and praising him. I'm going to tell you it's going to get easier. It's going to start flowing. He inhabits the praises of his people. I'm telling you, he'll come down. When it don't come easy, just start worshiping the Lord. Just start from your heart expressing your love, your adoration, how that you adore him and how great he is in your heart and in your mind. And worship him. And then lastly, when prayer doesn't come easy, express faith. Express faith. God, I know you're not going to fail me. God, I know you're not going to let me down. God, I know that you're hearing my prayer. God, I know you're going to answer my prayer. God, I know you're going to make a way where there seemed to be no way. I know you're going to bring me out of this trial. I know you're going to bring me out of this valley. I know I'm going to walk on the mountaintop again. I know you're going to turn my tears, God, into joy and into rejoicing, God. The sun's going to shine again. A dance is going to come back to my feet, God. A song's going to come back to my heart. You're going to give me peace even if it has to be in the midst of the storm, God. You're going to take care of me. You're going to show yourself mighty in my situation. I'm telling you, you cannot humble yourself, worship God, and express faith without Him. Him showing up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible said in Hebrews chapter 11, without faith it is impossible to please God. 
So that means with faith, it is possible to please God. What I'm telling you, you start expressing faith from your heart to the Lord of how you know that you are his little lamb and he is your shepherd and he's got a watchful eye and he'll never let anything happen to you that's not going to help you. He'll never allow anything to come in your life to destroy you. He won't stand there like a shepherd that doesn't care. But no, he's got a watchful eye. He's got the power and the ability to preserve us and to keep us he's going to feed us he's going to lead us to green I'm just telling you you start expressing faith in the Lord and your heart your mind your soul will be renewed in the presence of God let's worship him together right now hallelujah hallelujah oh that's it let's stand and worship the Lord together Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. you do it the easier it gets the more you do it the easier it gets that's it that's the way you do it the more you do it the easier the more natural it gets to be a flow it, it's natural hallelujah oh I love you I love you hallelujah oh that's it I magnify your name I magnify your name Oh, I love to praise him. I love to praise him. I love to praise him. the spirit of the Lord. Come on, let the Lord touch your heart right now. Hallelujah.
praise you, God. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. When I think about prayer and what an honor God has given to us and that we have an open door into His presence. Think about the open, think about the open door and think about the approach. I'm going to tell you what, if we were invited, even though some of us didn't vote our existing president in, I would go if I was invited to the White House. All right? I would consider it a great honor. All right? I'm going to tell you what. I'd look as good as I could. I'd certainly pray. But I, I, would, I, would, I would have an amazing attitude of gratitude, of the honor and the awe, the privilege of being given that access and that open door. And to think that we have an open door to the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. He has invited us. He wants to know what's on our heart. He wants to know what's in our spirit. Hallelujah. He wants to, he can help us. I'm telling you, he can help us. Amen. Just like we'd be glad to be granted a conversation with the president. No, he has the authority to make a decision concerning one of our situations in the natural life. He could pardon. He could do whatever. I think we have access to the King of Kings. And so I'm approaching him with the greatest of all. I'm coming in the presence of the Creator, the Lord of Lords, and the King of Kings, who has all power. I can give him my situations, my heart's circumstances, and know he's going to do what's perfectly right with them. He can move any mountain. He can break any barrier. In closing, it makes me say, What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be able to come into your presence. We don't deserve this opportunity and this honor to have power with you, to have access to you, to be able to pray and you care and you listen attentively to what we say. But we thank you for caring about us, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You don't have to, Lord, but you listen attentively to every prayer we pray. You don't throw one of them away, Lord. You collect them all. Thank you, Lord. 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 I pray this message has encouraged you tonight. Give you fresh faith in prayer. What is going on and transpiring in prayer. What to do when prayers doesn't go easy. Always remember you're exercising. You're building yourself up. And you're ministering to God. I know sometimes we want to say, God, I don't want to trouble you again. But 
but I'm going to tell you what, I'm honored when my children bring something that's bothering them and troubling them. When they have a need, a situation, circumstances, when they come and talk to me, I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm not bothered. I'm honored that they would allow me to help them with it. And so is our Father. He's honored. Let's minister to him. Let's let him be God. Let's let him be great. Let's worship and glorify him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to pray one more time and let's join with somebody near us and let's say God strengthen prayer. Thank you for the spirit of prayer that's in this church. God, thank you for the understanding of prayer, the faith. God, I thank you that I'm a part of a praying church, God. Thank you, Lord, for the understanding you're imparting even tonight, God. With your words, you're wanting to give us release so that we can, God, just pray as we are in our heart to you, God. Know that you help us. Every husband and wife, as they join together in prayer, bless them tonight. Every brother and sister, God, bless them in prayer. Let God, the spirit of prayer, be the spirit of our home, the spirit of holiness and righteousness. God, I'm praying that you'll help us to engage ourselves in the ministry of prayer. Help us to minister to you. Help us to minister to ourselves. Build ourselves up, praying in the Holy Ghost, God. And strengthen and grow every young person, Lord, every young man, every young lady, God. And in the name of Jesus, help us, O oh Lord, to exercise ourselves in this spiritual act, O oh God. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Oh, God, let there be liberty. Let there be liberty, Lord. Let there be liberty in prayer, liberty in the Spirit, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you. Hallelujah. Thank you for this word tonight, Lord. Oh, I praise you, God. I praise you, God. You're so beautiful. Thank you for the spirit of the Lord in the house. I love you. I love you. I thank you, Lord. I praise you. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Well, God bless you. The hand of the Lord be upon you. Meet with you in prayer. Be encouraged tonight. God hears every prayer you pray. Let him meet you mightily. Hallelujah. I love you. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. I love you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Mm. Hallelujah. Do you feel the drawing power of God? The wooing of God saying, I want to meet with you. I want to meet with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your name, Lord. Bless your name. Hallelujah. I love you. Oh, God, I love you. 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 God, I praise you. I worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Victory in Jesus' name. Victory in Jesus' name. Oh, walls crumble when we pray. Defenses come down. Hallelujah.